Welcome to Treasures of Truth, a daily broadcast from Monday through Friday, where we encourage you to come and study the Bible with us. Treasures of Truth is a ministry of Treasure Valley Baptist Church in Meridian, Idaho, and your host is Pastor Rick DeMichael. This week, we're airing a message entitled, The Glory of Jesus Christ. And in this week's message, the preacher will bring a lesson that not only will inspire you, but will also go into detail about the physical attributes of the glorified Jesus Christ that are described in the Bible. The greatest thing that can be spoken of is Jesus Christ himself. And we believe these lessons this week will be an encouragement to the Christian, and hopefully it is also an exhortation to those who don't know him as their personal Savior to learn a little bit more about who he is and what he has done. And we pray that today's message will be a blessing to you. If you would like to hear today's message again, or other messages by Pastor DeMichael, please stay tuned until the end of today's program for more information. And now your host, Pastor Rick DeMichael. The glorified Christ. When Christ came the first time, he came as a lamb to be crucified. When he comes a second time, he comes as a lion of the tribe of Judah. The Bible says to judge and to make war, to set this tired old world straight for 1,000 years to rule and reign with a rod of iron. And when we look at this vision of Christ, this is what John saw. John saw Christ as the world will see him when he comes at the second advent. Not as the world saw him when he came the first time as a babe in a manger to be crucified by wicked hands. He was the stone that was rejected by the builders. He will come the second time as a smiting stone to crush the kingdom of the Antichrist, to end the times of the Gentiles, to bring in a 1,000-year kingdom, a time of peace and prosperity, a time of blessing, a time of righteousness across the face of the earth like man has never seen before. And I want to talk to you for a few minutes this morning on the sevenfold glory of his person. If you look at verses 14 through 16, this is going to be the place that we concentrate as we look at the sevenfold glory of his person. And I'm going to ask you to use your Bible this morning. We're a Bible-believing church, and I believe in bringing your Bible to church. And I like to hear the rustle of the pages. And if you don't have one this morning, it's okay. Maybe look on with somebody else. But we're going to be turning to different scriptures because I meant what I said to the Lord this morning I, I really just think that the scriptures are going to have to speak for themselves because this is a subject too far beyond us as far as I'm concerned. I want you to look, first of all, at his head and his hair. His head and his hair. Uh, the Bible says in verse 14, his head and his hair uh, were white like wool, white as snow. Now, in each of these descriptions, in each of these seven aspects of Christ, I, I want you to think in terms of what it would be like for a lost man to be looking at him on, on, on the wrong side of salvation. And if you're here this morning without Christ, this is who you're going to see, but you're not going to see him as a loving Savior if you don't get saved. You're going to see him as a judge. And the Bible says it's a fearful thing to fall into the hands of the living God. Now, I know in today's psychological society, you're not supposed to say that, but God hasn't changed his mind about that. 
The Bible says it is appointed unto men once to die, but after this, the judgment. And what we're going to see here this morning is what is going to put fear in the heart of a lost man is going to put comfort in the heart of a saved man. When you look at that hair, it, it reminds us of the snow-white wig worn by the English judges. It speaks to us of the book of Daniel, where we read of the Ancient of Days. And in the book of Daniel, when it's spoken of this way, it is speaking of the, it is speaking of the one who is sitting in, in the seat of final judgment at the great white throne judge in Daniel chapter 7. Take your Bibles and turn to John chapter 5, if you would. We're going to go back here numerous times in Revelation 2. I'm going to ask you to keep your hand there, but I want you to go to John chapter 5. Like I said, we're going to look at some verses this morning. And in John chapter 5, that title, Ancient of Days, is used over and over uh, several times in the book of, of Daniel uh, for God the Father. But I want you to see how it's connected to Christ. It's connected to Christ. In fact, it's, it's further proof of his deity. Uh, John chapter 5 and verse 22. And I'm in chapter 6. It would have helped if I went to 5. Um, verse 21. John chapter 5, verse 21. For as the Father raiseth up the dead and quickeneth them, even so the Son quickeneth whom he will. Look at verse 22 now. For the Father judgeth no man, but hath committed all judgment unto the Son. So Christ, with this white hair, it speaks of antiquity. It speaks of the ancient of days. Not as though he were old. For God never grows old or tires. He's eternal. As we grow old, we tire. As we grow old, we eventually wear out. We understand that, but not so with God. This speaks of the venerableness of his character. This speaks of him as being the judge of all. And, and I reference the English judges back in the day wore those powder wigs for that very reason. That's what it spoke of. And so Christ here is the Ancient of Days as the Son of Man. He has this white hair, this antiquity, this integrity. It speaks of his wisdom. It speaks of his experience. It speaks of the venerableness of his character. And so for a lost man this morning, I would say to you, you don't want to be on the wrong side of that white head. You don't want to be on the wrong side of that judgment in Revelation chapter 20, when the Bible talks about at the great white throne, where, where every single secret of your heart will be revealed. And, and whereas you may have said to someone, I don't need to be saved, I don't need Jesus because I'm a good person, God will reveal every single one of your works. And you'll see the folly of that claim. You'll, you'll, you'll want to look for a place to hide. As those gazing eyes look at not only your actions, but your intentions. You don't want to be on that side of the judgment. You want to be on the other side. You want to be on the other side where the blood of Christ has taken away your sins. 
where your sins are under the precious blood of Jesus Christ. And they will not be scrutinized that way because they're under the blood. The penalty for your sin has been judged in the person of Christ. And God does not practice double jeopardy. Thank God. For the Christian, the white hair speaks of his wisdom. And think of this. The Bible tells us that he has made unto us wisdom. Are you like me? Do you lack the wisdom you need? James said, if any man lack wisdom, let him ask of God. And, and folks, I find so often that I lack it. And he has made unto us wisdom. Notice the next thing. Going back to Revelation chapter 1. Notice the next thing as we look at his sevenfold glory. I want you to notice his eyes. If you look at verse 14, the Bible says, His head and his hairs were white like wool, as white as snow, and his eyes were as a flame of fire. A flame of fire. Now, what for the Christian is a look of love. The Bible says in, in, in Song of Solomon, Thou hast dove's eyes. Those are the same eyes that looked at Peter after his denial. And, and Peter felt so bad that he broke down and wept. I, I don't know if you've ever thought about this, but uh, uh, that song that we sing in our hymnals, I shall see him face to face. Have you ever thought about what that's going to be as a Christian? To look at him for the first time face to face. Right now we see through a glass dark, we, darkly, do we not? We, we don't see clearly. But one of these days... These eyes will look into his eyes. And folks, I, I believe what I'm going to see more than anything else is his love. Folks, he can't, he can't do business with me but for his grace. I fall too far short. I'm too sinful. I, I'm too fallible. Is that, is that not true of all of us this morning? Is that not true of you? Are there not times that we, like Peter, wouldn't want to look into the eyes of the Lord because we were ashamed? Are there not times that in our trouble that we would, would love to look into those eyes and, and, and see that assurance and that love? What I'm trying to say this morning is for the Christian, it's going to be completely different. We're not going to see him as, as in this respect with these eyes as a flame of fire Eyes that had been often dimmed with human tears and wept at the grave of Lazarus, but now they're burning with an omniscient flame, an all-knowing flame. We want to thank you for joining us today for Treasures of Truth, and it is our hope and prayer that today's program was truly a blessing to you. You've been listening to a message entitled, The Glory of Jesus Christ, by Pastor Rick DeMichael. And in this week's lessons, we have been taken through the Bible to learn a little bit more about Jesus Christ. We will never be able to fully appreciate or comprehend the grandeur or majesty that is Jesus Christ until we see Him face to face. But the lessons this week have certainly given us even more to look forward to after our time on earth is finished. But if you don't know for sure that Jesus Christ is your Savior, well then we encourage you to contact the offices of Treasure Valley Baptist Church and we will gladly help in any way we can. And as we mentioned at the beginning of the broadcast, if you would like to hear this or other messages by Pastor DeMichael, 
feel free to visit our website at tvbc.org. That's tvbc.org. You can also visit our YouTube page or follow us on Facebook for more information. Treasures of Truth is a ministry of Treasure Valley Baptist Church in Meridian, Idaho, and we would love for you to come join us in our services, which begin with Sunday school at 9.30, followed by the morning service at 10.45. We also have a Sunday evening service at 5.45, and of course, all of the services have fully staffed nurseries available for young children, as well as interactive and exciting programs for all ages, including junior high, high school, and college age groups. And don't forget our Wednesday night service at 7 o'clock, which has the Master's Club program during the school year for the kids, and a Bible study at the same time for the adults over in the main auditorium. We hope to see you soon at Treasure Valley Baptist Church, and may God bless you.